It's a Saturday morning rewatch where we rewatch old cartoons. Hi, Jess. Hi, Kelly. Okay, it's time for another Saturday morning rewatch episode. And this time we watch. I'm gonna lean back so I can actually yell it properly. Hey, Arnold! <laughs> that was still probably Yay, too that loud. That was very good. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Arnold! Which is the opening. <laughs> yeah, it's literally, and like, it's just that. And in Saturday morning rewatch fashion, the opening theme song is like actually decent. It's like a decently complex song. Yeah. But the opening is like, banana, 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 Then it gets really jazzy and fun, and I can't do all of those mouth sounds without it sounding weird. That's, no, that's okay. Yes. It's good. I'm glad you remember that because I was like, all I can remember is them snapping. They snap their fingers yes. and Helga's yelling, hang on a little. Yes. From like way away. And I like she does it yeah. differently each time. Like the show begins with like a, hey Arnold. And then it begins with a, hey Arnold. And then there's a moment of Arnold. Like creepy. <laughs> and then it ends at the very end with like everybody going, hey Arnold. Like in a really bland way. And I'm like, wow, that's a lot of everybody calling this kid's name. <laughs> I know. Well, what was really funny is I hadn't noticed before how often they slip into the dialogue, hey, Arnold. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, it, <laughs> the like, show name Whoa. is warranted because it is pretty much everybody just going, hey, Arnold, and then plot happening. <laughs> yeah. They do it for, like, all sorts of reasons. That's why I think I didn't notice before. Mm-hmm. So it's all, like, sometimes it's a greeting and sometimes it's like, hey, Arnold, stop doing that. So it's all over the place. So as a summary, in case you didn't see Hey Arnold as a kid, which I'm really sad if you didn't, Hey Arnold is a Nickelodeon original cartoon, which ran from 1996 to 2004 with 100 episodes. The show follows the football-headed fourth grader Arnold, who lives with his grandparents in a Brooklyn-esque brownstone as he navigates his school and the city that he lives in, which is, even though it really looks like New York, is apparently not specifically named. Hmm. It's just sort of like New York. (laughs) It feels very New York to me. It really does, Mm -hmm. although apparently it was also influenced a lot by seattle oh okay that would make certain things make sense but yeah you know so it was interesting but when i saw it i was like this feels so much like new york city Mm -hmm. it's amazing (laughs) (laughs) the show includes a very broad and well-developed cast of characters including arnold's best friend gerald his secret admirer slash stalker helga pataki helga's best friend phoebe and many of the other students arnold's neighbors his grandparents boarders because he lives in a boarding house yep uh, his friends' families and the school administration. Although Arnold is the main character, there are sometimes whole episodes focused on other characters, including, for example, one about Phoebe's love of a pop star. I don't even know if Arnold's in that. He might be, like, briefly at the beginning, but it's almost entirely about Phoebe and Helga. And then there's another episode focused on their classmate, Harold, stealing a ham and then ended up working for the butcher, Mr. Green, which is also Arnold is barely in that episode. So there's several instances where Arnold has almost nothing to do with the story. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Okay, pause. Is Adele okay? I think I hear her. She's fine. Okay, you can hear her, which means she's too loud. It's okay. Adele, you need to stop crying. I'm going to have to cut you out of the recording. (laughs) Well, I meant to tell you that at one point in the last episode, Bentley put his nose against the mic. (laughs) Just to be like, what's this? So there'll probably be like this moment of like a boop, and you're like, what the fuck? (laughs) And you hear me quietly going, Bentley, no. (laughs) (laughs) That's... Adele wants dinner, but it's not her dinner time. Oh, yeah. Then I apologize in advance because Bentley will probably do the same thing in about 20 minutes. So, anyway, 
but yeah, as you mentioned, like this show is super, super diverse and not just in terms of like, oh, there are kids of different colors, but like of different faiths, of different backgrounds, from different countries, of different ages, like literally it runs the gamut. And I think the first thing this show does is solve our problem with Doug because yeah. like Arnold is a neat kid, actually. He's actually really interesting, mm-hmm. but... They don't focus on him so much that so that like the things that are interesting about Arnold get stretched out throughout the entire show, you know, so that they remain interesting. And then we get to see other people's perspectives and ideas and lives. And it makes the whole show just much more interesting. Yeah, that's super accurate. So so when I mentioned to people that I was watching Hey Arnold, they almost universally like recited episodes at me. Oh, wow. (laughs) Which I thought was, it was really different than the reaction I've gotten to, like, any of the other cartoons we watched. Like, I mean, I said Harold to my roommate, and she was like, Stoop kids afraid to leave the stoop! And I was like, whoa! <laughs> wow! That's like, this, this show is lodged in our brains in a way that I think most of the other cartoons are not. Mm-hmm. People have really distinct, vivid memories of the episodes, mm-hmm. and I think that that serves as an indicator of like how powerful the narrative structure of the episodes is. Yeah. There's something for everybody. Like Even if you weren't a kid that grew up in the city, there was a kid on the show that felt you could kind of connect to in some way, or even just if you liked the borders or whatever. Like, there was someone in the show that yelled something that connected to you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and I think that there's so many different types of characters that you feel kind of included regardless of whether you have the same experiences as Arnold. Yeah, and Arnold himself is a pretty mellow, kind kid. Yeah. And we get to see some of his imagination, unlike Doug, where we live half in his imagination. But so much of what makes Arnold interesting is that, like Tommy from Rugrats, he convinces people around him to try and be kind. Yes, that's true. He kind of reminds me of, like, you know, there's always, like, a popular kid who's just really nice. Yes. Like, he's actually popular because everyone genuinely likes him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Arnold is that kid. He's exactly that kid because I watched an episode that was essentially, the plot of the episode was that there's a kid named Eugene and bad shit always happens to Eugene, especially when Arnold is around and they show Arnold like from literally a baby up into the present day and then Arnold tries to like take him out for a nice day out essentially and bad Mm -hmm. shit keeps happening. And at the very end of the day, Arnold's like, I'm so sorry you had like an awful day. And Eugene's like, no, I had a great day all of these things happened it was amazing (laughs) and just throughout the show he's like oh that arnold what a guy yeah and i'm like this kid has literally been maimed (laughs) i know i know and eugene just like no it was great because you hung out with me yeah good time (laughs) yeah and arnold's just trying so hard to make things good exactly (laughs) he's just trying desperately to be nice to eugene like i watched another episode where there were two bullies that were fighting over stuff and it was like making the kids miserable because Arnold is in fourth grade yeah, and these were like fifth and sixth grade bullies that were bullying mm-hmm. each other and therefore also seeing who could bully the kids the worst. And he essentially tried to get them to like make up and stop bullying each other and instead he managed to make them friends with each other and they just decided to co-bully. Uh. <laughs> 
And like yeah. everyone was really mad, but throughout the whole episode, Arnold was like, no, no, if one of them wins being a bully, then like we can make a deal with him. And Helga was like, what makes you think that will happen? Why do you? And he's like, no, I just know it'll be fine. And at the very end, like all of the fourth graders are being bullied by both bullies. And Helga's oh, like, my God. see? And Arnold is just like, well, at least they're friends now. And it's like, Arnold, oh what the God. fuck? You sweet kid. <laughs> I know, he tries really hard, but I think that maybe that's another thing that I like more about Arnold than Doug is that things don't always work out. Yeah. <laughs> it's not always this nice, happy, like, moral at the end. It's like, you know, you can try really hard and someone's still going to hit you with that ball. But <laughs> yeah. But it's okay, you know, you did your best. Exactly. And, like, Arnold also doesn't tend to whine. Like, he gets upset no. about things and he will be like, it's not fair that this is happening or like this isn't what we should do or you know he's he's a kid still but whereas yeah. Doug is very whiny Arnold is not yeah and they somehow within the narratives even though they're just facing like ordinary kid problems they mm -hmm. somehow do manage to elevate it to that epic level where things just feel really important and grand even though you know maybe all they're doing is going to the sixth grade dance you know mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah exactly they sort of manage to take on a sort of maybe it's because they tell so many urban legends but they kind of ascend to this more urban legendy feeling yeah and like all of the kids are involved it's not just one kid being yeah. like hey be afraid of nematodes like roger mm -hmm. it's more everybody saying like have you heard about the backyard bandit that is not one of them i just made that up but like <laughs> and then every kid was like yeah my aunt's cousin's brother said he took her dog you know like it's everybody yes. getting in on it versus just like one kid being mean to the others. Right. So I think the sense of place and community is something that really struck me in the rewatch. Like, you are really grounded in this place. Mm -hmm. The kids are always in the street playing baseball. All the shopkeepers know who Arnold is and they all say hi to him. Yeah. This isn't just a big city neighborhood. It's like the kind of place where you get the feeling that people have lived here for generations. Yeah. It's a part of, it feels like a piece of city that everybody wishes were still around, I think. And that people who end up raising children in the city either have or believe is there, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. It's a really strong sense of community. And I think that goes back to not being overly stuck in Arnold's perspective. We mm -hmm. get to know all these other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's nice because it's also with like the diversity and everything, you feel like it's a world where there's not one big bad gentrifier or anything. Like everybody's a little bit different. Everybody comes from different places and they're all living together happily. Right. <laughs> or even like when they're unhappy, they kind of like have water fights about it. <laughs> Exactly. Like, it's still a cute fucking nice neighborhood, and I really love that. And, like, Arnold, like Doug, also has a lot of free reign. Like, in the very first episode, much as how Doug rides his bike to the local burger shop, Arnold and Gerald ride the bus to the end of the line downtown. Yeah. <laughs> which is ridiculous to me, because as, oh as someone who lived in New York for a little while, I was like, you do not want to do that as children. Like, no one should actively be letting you do this. No. And then a very sanitized version of what you'd expect to happen kind of <laughs> happens. 
Like, they end up taking what is implied to be sort of drug money or, like, somebody yes. robbed a bank or something, and then they have to run from people. I also love in the very first episode that as they're running and hiding, they hide in a fortune teller shop. Because Wraith and I have, again, walking around the city, been like, how are there so many fortune tellers here? Like, the stores cannot afford their rent, but fortune tellers are in every borough on every block. <laughs> they're almost like Starbucks. Like, they are just so prevalent. I'm like, how? How many people are going to fortune tellers? <laughs> Apparently too many. <laughs> yes, they do. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, it really, really is. I love is. that they're stuck on this sketchy end of the line <laughs> and sketchy things happen to them. Yeah. It's so funny. And then they have to make it back. And we need to mention, they are dressed up as a banana and a strawberry. Yes! Because what they're doing is skipping out on this school play about nutrition and they're the mm-hmm. fruit food group. Yes, which is just the whole thing manages to feel true to a city but also incredibly quaint at the same time. Yes. Because they're doing this fruit groups play but also when they get the money they go into a clothing store and get the weirdest outfits I've ever seen in my life and you're like, yep, that is how a child would dress himself if given unlimited funds. <laughs> Makes total sense. And they like go to a pool hall and at one point excitedly yell, more sodas for everyone and everyone in the hall cheers Yes, as if that's fine. I know. I was like, does nobody notice that there's like some nine year olds in here? Yeah, that these are children. Apparently, everyone was fine with that. Yeah, and then they managed to make it back and actually do their part of the play, which is ridiculous to me. It was hilarious. But yeah, so like, I know a lot of times we talk about the episodes we watched, but there's so many different episodes of Hey Arnold that I think this is one of the rare ones where I'm like, if you're listening to this because you liked Hey Arnold, you'll still like it. Like, it's still fun. I still liked it. I still liked it a lot. I liked it maybe more. (laughs) I will have to say there's one thing about it that I thought was interesting to view from an adult side because I didn't register it as problematic as a kid. And now as an adult, I'm like, hmm, maybe we should talk about this. Yeah. Which is that in this show, they do a very rare thing for kid shows where the bully and the love interest is the same person. Oh, yeah. No, I have a whole point on Helga Pataki. Yeah. So I would love to talk about Helga. Let's talk about Helga because whereas Arnold is like the sweet kid that everybody can just get along with, Helga on the outside is a brute. She's a brawler. She actively she fights with kids and like hits them and stuff and is quite violent to them. Yes, she is super mean. Yeah, is like a bully, but then pines after Arnold in a very stalkerish, obsessive way. Yeah, to tell you how extreme that is, <laughs> she has an altar to him in her closet yeah. made of chewing gum that Arnold has spit out. Yep, and it's, wow, it's something. It is something. And it's, (laughs) she is an interesting character because they've taken the main traits of the character of the bully, like, say, Angelica from Rugrats and Roger from Doug, but they have combined it with the love interest, like, say, Patty, or, like, Tommy didn't have a love interest because he's a fucking baby, but, like, any of the other, like, love interests that we've kind of seen, so she is extremely obsessive, and they even give her some moments, like, I watched a Valentine's Day episode, where she can have some moments of real, like, humanity and human openness. Yeah. 
and vulnerability. But ultimately, what this show has done is taken the trope of when adults say, oh, that little boy is pulling your pigtails because he likes Uh you. Or, oh, that little girl pushed you (laughs) in the mud because she likes you. And I'm like, this show is very wholesome and very cute. But buried within Helga is a real problematic (laughs) trope. (laughs) Well, like, so, like, on the one hand, I'm like, they reversed the whole trope of, say, Doug pining after Patty. Yeah. They flipped that right over. This is the girl pining hardcore for the boy. Yes. And Arnold is unaware. Completely. Because this is a very, very secret obsession. Mm Mm-hmm. So so we've reversed that trope, but we also have, yeah, kind of a... It's a really unhealthy. Very. <laughs> Extremely unhealthy. Uh, and I, it's really strange because they've put it in the girl. Yeah. Yeah. But I kind of love it. Like, it's weird. I just kind of love that this girl who's in a pink dress also mm-hmm. punches people. Yeah. It actually feels very true to girlhood for me because yeah. I was a rough and tumble girl who also had pigtails and wore dresses and looked cute, but was not scared of rumpling her dress to fight you. <laughs> yeah. And then so it's like, you know, she's mean as hell. Like she nobody is. should Oh my like- god, she's mean as fuck. <laughs> so mean yeah like unbelievably cruel mm-hmm. <laughs> she'll like shove you down and then laugh at your pain you know <laughs> yeah oh yeah completely like and just hurt like actively like give you a black eye and then walk away hide and say oh i love you so much because of these reasons <laughs> yeah yeah like but i i think that i love that this is a like normally you have like you said angelica or roger who's just kind of straight up a bully yeah with helga we get a lot more complexity i think we get Mm -hmm. a lot more complexity with a lot of the characters yes yes harold is another kind of a bullyish character Mm -hmm. although also a chicken he's a little more maybe stereotypically bully yeah but again nuance yeah we get i mean we get to see in the other episode I mentioned earlier that he's Jewish and we get to see his family and mm-hmm. then we get to see him grow as a character so that he becomes less of a bully and more of like a nice kid. Yeah. And Helga, like all of the characters in the show, have something that a lot of kid shows don't have, which is everybody has agency and everybody has nuance. And I think that's one of the best things about the full reversal of these tropes in Helga is that she maintains all of her agency throughout the show. She knows exactly why she loves Arnold. And in that episode that I did watch that was the Valentine's Day one, they go out of their way to show Arnold that he's actually in love with a girl who's slightly older than him. Yeah. And he realizes that he has nothing in common with her. That he doesn't even know who she is and that he actually just thought she was cute. Like, he, he actually says this. Like, he understands that that was the lesson. But Helga, like, pretends to be someone else. And he's sort of like, actually, I've had a better time with you than I did with the person that I thought that I wanted to hang out with. And he sort of, it's revealed to him that Helga is not Helga, but not who she said she was. And he's like, so can you just, like, tell me who you are so maybe we could do this again? And she was just like, I can't. I just cannot tell you who I am. And it's a little bit heartbreaking. Yeah, they really build that relationship because at first you're like, oh my god, no. (laughs) Arnold, this should never happen. But like slowly, as the characters develop, you're like, 
well, if you can stop hitting him, maybe this would be okay. (laughs) It's like, Helga, all the things that you say, like, just turn it down by 10% and then tell him to his face and you'd be fine. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. She just has to grow up a little bit, I think. Yeah. (laughs) And so it's really interesting, especially knowing that, like, they did some stuff that's further down the line and it's kind of implied that... Helga goes on to be some crazy, powerful businesswoman, and Arnold goes on to be sort of like a house husband. <laughs> but, like, really nice. Like, And That's I don't know cute. how true this is. It's like, it might I might be yeah, misremembering Helga's fantasies more so than what they actually <laughs> did. <laughs> but it's really yeah, interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what... I know what... I looked up for the movies, but that's all I know about what happens late. Yeah. And part of the other thing that's really interesting about Arnold is that he does not have his parents. He is raised by his grandparents. And there's a level of mystery surrounding his parents, even though they do have a couple episodes dedicated to describing who they are, which is like Indiana Jones style people. Yeah, (laughs) only like... They're not stealing stuff. They're, like, saving people's lives. It's pretty amazing. So they have a, a long episode that they did pretty late. There mm-hmm. must have been, like, a special about yep. where Arnold finds his dad's journal. Mm-hmm. And his grandfather reads it to him. Yes. And it's all about how his parents are basically saints. Yeah. But, like, adventure saints. Yeah. They're literally Indiana Jones, but when they find an artifact, they go out of their way to return it to the people yeah. that it's from. Which... If only. Like, they are such a, they are the good end of the white power fantasy of, like, I can go somewhere and save these people. Yeah. But, like, they actually want to save them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they go to, like, there's these people they find in, I don't, they made up a country, but it's somewhere in Central America. And they're, like, they get sick. So his parents, before they're his parents, spend all this time trying to find the cure and then saving them. Mm -hmm. And they do. And then Arnold is actually born while a volcano is erupting. Mm-hmm. That's canon. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. But then they have to go home because of Arnold. But like a little while after Arnold's been born, Eduardo, their friend from Central America, shows up and is like, they need your help again. So they mm-hmm. run off to save them and they haven't come back. Yeah, which is a little sad. Like, that's a hard way. And they they actually begin that episode with it being the day that is the anniversary of his parents disappearing. And it's clearly a day that the family marks. Like, Gerald knows about it. And so when all the other kids are like, come on, Arnold, we're going to go have an adventure. And he's like, no, I'm not into it today, guys. And Gerald's like, hey, guys, you guys go ahead. I'm going to stay here for a minute. And Gerald's like, it's today, huh, man? He's like, yep. Well, do you want me to stay with you? And I was like... No, you go ahead. I think I just I just need to be alone. And his grandparents go out of their way to also have memories with him. And it's like, it again shows that extra level of nuance that a lot of yeah. kid shows don't go to. Because some kid shows have a level of nuance. Like, so again, with Rugrats, I'm comparing Nicktoons to Nicktoons. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we talked about how in the background there are all these things with the parents that feel right. very adult. Whereas here, all the things that are happening are front and center. And they're happening to the kids. Yeah. It's like, it's it's okay for things to not be okay. Exactly. Like, it's okay that Arnold is sad that his parents are gone. Mm-hmm. And nobody expects him to just be fine with it. And the show doesn't expect him to just be fine with it. Mm-hmm. He's sad. And he gets to enjoy the story of their adventure. But, you know, they're not back at the end. Yeah. 
And it's not as if the show is hard the whole time either. There's lots of fun stuff in it too. It is yeah. very fit. I mean, there's quite a lot of stoop kid can't leave the stoop. Like, yeah. <laughs> I love that one. It's super oh, fun. I honestly feel like it's the opposite of He-Man where He-Man is absurd. So you got to watch it. Yeah. Hey Arnold is so nuanced, but fun and has a lot of depth to it. So you got to go back and watch it legitimately. If you loved it as a kid, you'll probably still love it now. So yeah. go for it. I loved it. I wanted to keep going. The only reason I haven't watched more is I ran out of time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like, oh yeah, we're not trying to watch the whole series. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty long. There's a hundred episodes. Yeah, it's not short. (laughs) I did want to talk about his grandmother. Oh, yes, please. Yeah, so his grandmother is definitely, like, senile Mm -hmm. of some kind. She often forgets when she is and who she's with. Mm -hmm. But we also get to see that she's totally badass. Yes. It's one of, like, the cooler depictions of an old person. Like, both of his grandparents are pretty cool, but she is really amazing. Yeah. And... I love that Arnold, Arnold knows that she can't remember all this stuff, but they still go do stuff together. Yeah, and that they still have an actual valid and valued connection. Yes. And that, like, Arnold's grandpa always refers to his grandma as Pookie all the time and, like, clearly still loves her. And everybody just kind of meets her where she's at. Which is, I think, really helpful for a depiction of someone with a level of age and mental illness. Yeah. No one tries to change her. (laughs) No, like, we know she's like this, and we just do the best we can to take care of her. Yeah. And we still love her. She's just like this. Yeah. And so, the episode that I saw that involved her the most was Arnold Goes to the Aquarium, Mm -hmm. and there's this turtle that everyone has mistreated, and it's very sad. Arnold tells his grandmother about it, and they go to break the turtle out (laughs) she dresses up like all in black and she's like it's clear that maybe she's done this before yeah (laughs) so arnold asks while they're driving away if she has a driver's license and she just cackles (laughs) as she like rips out of there toward the aquarium yeah and then you know he says things like grandma we're trespassing this is public property and she's like well we're the public aren't we See, and that's the thing is she's sane enough. She really is. Yes, yes. Oh, and it was like really especially touching because like at the end when they let the turtle go into the Hudson Bay, oh, which gross. is full of garbage. Like that it's turtle, full of garbage. That turtle's dead now. <laughs> it was like, uh, okay. But he says, you know, you're really, you're great, Grandma. And she says, you too, Arnold. Aww. Like she remembers that she's with Arnold. Yeah. And it matters in that moment. You're like, mm-hmm. oh my God, you guys. We've managed to make this so sweet. Like, yeah, it's this little tiny thing, but as an adult, at least you recognize the potency of mm-hmm. it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think if you were a kid who had, you know, a grandparent or something who was in a similar situation, that might mean a lot to you. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, she's she's a fun character, and she's also just a firecracker. And like, yeah, like the things that she says when she's Mister Remembering when she is, like you're like, you have done something. Yeah, she's done some shit. Grandma has lived a <laughs> life. Like, <laughs> yes, yeah. And I there's like no reason it. to feel sorry for this woman. <laughs> but I feel like also Grandma is indicative of the show itself where every character is just met where they're at yeah and they they can still grow and change but like the nuance that's within that is respected and it's not just like grandma's dumb and all she's doing is making jokes no there's still a connection there it's still like respected and that's who she is so yeah yeah it's pretty awesome oh also one other thing that i want to make sure i said (laughs) the kids 
are not hypersexualized in the show. No. Like, the kids look like fourth graders. They do. And they keep that up 90% of the time, with the exception of, like, when the kids are actively trying to be like, oh, let's pretend to be older, you know? Yeah, which is pretty adorable. Like, yeah. They wear, like, their older siblings' shoes or something. And they- mm-hmm. there's an episode when Gerald and Arnold are going to the sixth grade dance. Gerald, like, goes to the attic and digs out his dad's old clothes. <laughs> so they end up in, like, these 70s. Like outfits. Bless, I love it. It's really hilarious, but they put in all this effort to dress up so they can impress these girls. It was pretty hilarious. <laughs> it was pretty adorable too. They managed to maintain that like level of cuteness because like the sixth grade girls invited them out because mm-hmm. their boyfriends were being jerks and they decided to teach them a lesson. So they invited Arnold and Gerald to the dance because they're only fourth graders mm-hmm. and they're they're really nice to Arnold and Gerald but then of course the boyfriends are jealous so they take them outside and they're gonna have a fight but then Connie and Maria who are the sixth grade girls they tell their boyfriends that they're being dumb and jealous and stupid and send them across the street to the bus stop to waste <laughs> so there is no actual fight but Arnold and Gerald feel a little bad but Connie and Maria kiss them on the cheek and tell them they were really nice dates and one day they'll be in the sixth grade and they'll have nice dates too. And it's just really sweet. Okay. See, again, like the show, it adds the nuance there. It doesn't disrespect anybody, but it's just sort of like, oh yeah, this is what's happening and this is okay. Yeah. It can be like a complex situation and still be kind of sweet. And you, you can learn things without it being, you know, preachy and moralistic. Yeah, exactly. Like, everybody still clearly learns lessons, but they're just kind of, like, with Arnold saying, like, I thought I liked this girl, but I didn't because I didn't know her. Right. Boom, there you go. Like, he didn't have to have some big, like, remember, kids, love is just an emotion. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's not a little canned in a bottle thing. It feels like a real thing that you would learn in real life. Yeah. Like a revelation instead of someone telling you like mm-hmm. a fortune cookie <laughs> exactly and it's still like very entertaining it's still actually genuinely entertaining i know i love it i love so much about i think that i should say that before we move on to the end of those like i love hey arnold <laughs> i definitely like enjoyed hey arnold a lot it was one of those things that if it was on i'd watch it i didn't seek it out in the biggest way but i still have like a very soft spot for hey arnold in terms of those slice of life cartoons that Managed to get the formula right, and Hey Arnold definitely does. Yeah. Okay, so what's going on with them kids now? Uh, so, they are still running reruns on Nickelodeon, because apparently they just do that. There was a 2002 movie, which apparently focused on gentrification, which seems pretty relevant to the show, and a 2017 TV movie about finding Arnold's parents. Ooh. Yeah, so, and they felt like that show was both, it wrapped up a lot of things from the other one, but some people really felt like you could use it as a launching point for a new show. So some people are kind of hoping they use the 2017 movie to launch a new TV series, but I don't know if anybody has, like, definite plans for that. Mm-hmm. But I think it's still, a, like, a very well-loved show, and I think it's very possible that Nickelodeon will do more things with it in the future. Yep. Makes sense. So not a lot of stuff, but it's still around. Yeah. It's still, everybody know that it's still there and are trying their best. <laughs> yes. And again, if you just bring it up, people will shout lines from it at you. So. <laughs> That's actually a good experiment to see who your friends are and be like, hey, what if we want to watch Hey Arnold? And just what exactly. do they say? <laughs> what happens next? Yeah. I 
would definitely have a Hey Arnold party with people. <laughs> oh, that would be a fun one, actually. Like, you dress as your favorite character and you oh, have, like, kid so- snack. Shit. All right. Well, yes. listeners, you have that one for free. <laughs> like, throw a Hey Arnold party. It's going to be great. It would be great. Yeah. So what do you rate it? Um, I think I'm just going to go with, like, a nice, a nice round, like, four. Like, I'm happy. I'm happy in the show. I'm honestly willing to give it four and a half out of five. Nice. It's really good. It's really, really good. It's pretty and bright and yeah. happy without being, it's, it's positive without being, like, sappy about it. Exactly. And, like, we're at the point where you don't get that last half of a star Mostly because Kelly is a fantasy head. Like yeah, in the, that's true. I yeah. love those shows that have that extra bit of like magic. But this one has a level of like real world magic where like yes. being kind to someone can make all the difference. Or maybe there's someone in your neighborhood that has a weird pet. Or oh, there's that guy that never comes out of his house and then suddenly he does and he's actually really nice. Like there's real life magic in this show that I actually really yeah, enjoy. Yeah, there's like you know you meet the baseball star that you love so much. You yeah, like, yeah. They just take like mundane things and elevate them to sort of a magical legend very feeling yeah but without making anything feel too cheesy they they strike that balance really well they do it's great i'm gonna go watch more of it (laughs) (laughs) well on that note bye jess (laughs) (laughs) ciao right now hey arnold (laughs) this show is produced by us kelly and jess as part of the adjective sphinx network The music we used was sung by me and can only be found here. And you can find links to any info we used in the show in the show notes. Find us and our sibling shows on Twitter at AdjectiveSphinx or email us at AdjectiveSphinx at gmail.com. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please rate it on iTunes and leave a review. Thanks for listening.